It's the Renegades Rant Podcast with your host, the Kentucky Renegade. This podcast is sponsored by Anchor. If you want to start your own podcast, go to anchor.fm or to your phone's app stores and download Anchor today. I want to take a moment and support and promote Fed Up Gear. Fed Up is having a Fed Up Flat Earth Festival in Pattersonville, New York on July 29th and 30th. It will be held at the Indian Lookout Country Club. There needs to be a minimum of 250 pre-order tickets needed to confirm the event. Now, he's still needing people to buy tickets so he can get the event put on. If you want tickets, please go to fedupgear.com and get your tickets today. Now, the ticket includes a two-day admission and an event t-shirt. And anyone with children 12 and under, they need to be accompanied by a ticket holder and they will be admitted for free. Now, this is the biggest and best names of the Flat Earth Society being at this event. He's going to have Caleb.fe. Dare IK, Queen of the Flock, Wits It Gets It, Blom Treasy, and True Earthers Unite. Now, if you're interested in this event, please go see the website fedupgear.com for your tickets. Also, please go join the Fed Up Flat Earth Festival chat on Telegram and let them know Renegade sent you. To the show, everyone, I want to welcome in. Time is now, Jackson Harley. Welcome to the show, brother. How's it going? It's going. How's things down in Texas? Uh, you know, I I used to say I'm in Texas. I'm good. We're our own. Uh, you know, we're our own deal. Um, a lot of things are happening here that I think people aren't paying attention to. Obviously, our our major cities, uh, Houston, Austin, Dallas, are all extremely blue. Um, of course, our capital is blue, right? Um, we're obviously we have this huge uh, border crossing issue that's that's happening. Uh, Title Forty Two is ending next month, which will put four hundred thousand people uh, a month on our border. Um, and we have our our that are having to buy steel blinds and cages to block their doors and on the border, which is insane to me. Um, and then, of course, we have uh, our our governor saying that we're not going to go <laughs> with the uh, Fed now system, um, but we're going to create our own digital currency that's backed by gold. Uh, I, I don't know where our gold's at that we're supposed to have to back it, but but secondly, it's it's digital, right? Concept of why we don't want yes, it's you know, it's uh, be, it's going to be able to be turned off and on. Uh, to me, it's just word salad, right? It's just, it's just, hey, look over here, look over there. Why we do what we want to do? I think Texas is is just as much as in trouble as any other place, if not even more, because of the border. Absolutely, and I mean everything that's coming across that border, from sleeper cells to the human trafficking and sex trafficking to the the drug crisis with the fentanyl and the heroin. It's Texas is getting it. Arizona's getting it. Those border states are really getting hammered with this, and it's not looking good. No, not at all. You know, and you got, you know, 
the government and, and Biden, they don't care about the southern border. Now, I thought it was pretty funny that he made an agreement with Trudeau that anybody that comes across the northern border that, you know, they'll deport back over into Canada. But yet you'll leave our southern border wide open. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, that's just one of those things you just scratch your head at. You look at I just can't make sense of it today, so I'll pass. <laughs> right. And, you know, and you have all these military age males coming through the border, so we know what it is. We we can call it what it's what it is right now. And we know what to expect. Um, it's it's an infiltration of our border. These people are going up to these bigger cities across the U.S. and they're going to participate in an event that's going to happen. And they're going to they're going to help whoever's going to take those cities down. Yeah, and I and, and I think the other thing that's really uh, interesting, I mean, we've seen this stuff on the news where, you know, they put them up in hotels billions of dollars a day in New York. And then they threw all the food in the dumpsters because it wasn't their uh, ethnic food. So they didn't want it. Um, you know, we got tons of homeless people in New York and we decided to throw dumpster full of food. Uh, they didn't want it. Um, but, but more so that's the ones they're showing us. My question is where are all the rest of them at? Where are they going? <laughs> No work here for, for middle-class America. Business. Businesses are shutting down right and left. I don't know if you've, you've been out the last couple of weeks, but uh, everywhere I go is dead. Uh, I mean, just there's, 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 there's spots, you know, there's a good restaurant that people like that that's busy. But when you drive by major chains like Wingstop or Dickies or, and there's no cars in the parking lot, but one or two, you know, they're the employees. Just, it's just uh, where are these people at? Where where are they getting a job at? Where are they working at? And where are they laying their head down at night? Uh, is what's concerning me because I don't. I live in Texas. I mean, that's where they're all coming through, and I and I'm not seeing this huge influx of homeless, you know, people from other countries. That's that's my question. Uh, I believe they're, you know, hitting all these small communities as well throughout the states. I mean, you know, we know that there's going to be a plan to take down the U.S. and they can't do it just with the U.N. They can't do it just with China and Russia. There's too many guns here in the U.S., so they're going to have to use sleeper cells. And I believe they're probably hitting the mid-sized cities that are, you know, your 200, 300,000 population cities. Mm -hmm. to help out because you know the majority of those are going to new york city and chicago and you know bigger cities so i believe yeah. that they're hitting the the little bit smaller cities that are the second third largest cities probably in states kind of like where i'm at in kentucky right across the river is a little town called evansville indiana it's the third largest city in the state and it's one of the most productive and profiting uh, cities in the state. So I do believe mm. they're probably headed there. There's a lot of mixture of people over there as well. So. Yeah. The big thing for me is, is uh, you know, it's like people automatically jump to your racist, your blah, blah, blah. When you talk about this stuff. Um, 
but if you understand economics and you understand how uh, economics works, you, you, you have to, your system has to be able to support stress factors that come in and, and put a weight on the economy, right? Um, when you have hundreds of thousands, now, now we know it's, now we know it's millions, right? Of yep. illegal immigrants coming in. Somebody's got to feed them. Somebody's got to house them. Somebody's got to, you know, basically take care of them until they can find work. And when there's no work, then that means we have to take care of them. Uh, hence, you know, Eric, whatever in New York, the mayor, you know, he, he's like, Oh, everybody's welcome here. And then two months later, he's like, Whoa, like, uh, and Eric Adams. And we're like, uh, uh, you know, we can't afford these, these hotel bills that were no, no shit. Like I'm not a economist and I'm not a mayor and I'm not a, uh, a genius by any stretch, but common sense tells me you, you can't afford to pay for all these people when, when there's, there's no, no extra income. And of course he turned right to the federal government and says, Hey, give me some money. I need help. Well, where does that money come from us, the taxpayer? And I don't know about you, but I'm so sick of paying taxes, which has continued to go up every year. And for what, what do I get out of it? I get told that there's a system that is failing. That is not going to be around for me when I get older. Right. So I'm right. not going to have social security. So what, what am I paying into the system for? for somebody else. So I'm, I'm busting my ass getting less and less money every year so that I can fork it over so that it can take care of somebody else that I don't agree with e even being here. And I'm not saying that, you know, I, I don't have any sympathy if, if they're leaving their country because of dire needs, but what you're doing is you're turning this country into that country. And we are going to, we are, we are already here. We're in dire need. Our, our money is broken. Worthless. We're $31 trillion in debt, $32 trillion in debt. We're $44, $45 trillion in debt with the interest. Um, and on top of that, if you, you add in the unfunded liabilities, it's $290 trillion. Yeah, and I don't even know what that means. I've heard that a few times. So why don't you explain that? Because I've heard that a couple of times. But I've just really looked more at the hard number, which is 32 and 44. But I'm interested to, to know what that is. These are all of our future obligations that we have made, whether that's nationwide or internationally. We've stretched ourselves so thin because, see, like we pay Israel $38 billion a year to go towards their defense fund. Hmm. We give another hundred, I think it's like a, $150 million every like four months to Iran another like a hundred and something $150 million to Saudi Arabia towards their defense fund. I mean, what, why are we paying for defense funds all across the world? So yeah, when you add all this up, it, uh, I see, I think it was Ben Stein. who was talking about this and said, everybody talks about how we're, you know, $40 trillion in debt. But if you take everything that we are, unfunded liabilities and all that stuff. He said, we're $290 trillion in debt. We will never get out of it. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, it's, it's like, you, you know, know, I try to break it back into simple terms. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, if you make $60,000 a year, 
which I think you get to bring home about 24 of that by the time you pay taxes <laughs> and insurance and, uh, you know, whatever. Um, if you are 50 grand a year and you're bringing home 30, you can get some credit cards. You can extend some. But eventually the credit card company says, hey, you've reached your max limit. We cannot give you any more credit. Well, that's okay. Just give me some more credit. I, I'll, I'll pay you back later. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a better job. I'm going to make more money. I'm going to get, uh, you know, some payback later on. Give me money. At some point, they'll pay me back. So just, just give me a little more credit. The credit card company would laugh their ass off on the phone with you, and, and, and it'd be over. They would be like, no, we're not giving you any more credit. Right. So I don't understand how it's so hard for people to fathom the fact that our money is is gone. When if you just apply it to yourself, just apply it to how that would work for you, you and I both company would tell you no. And in fact, if they saw you you maxing out your card or getting getting going, you know, going up and you're not making your your full payments. Because we're not making our payments. No. Right? So they would cut it off prior to that because they would already see the problem. So and how it's that's... so hard for, for people to say, you know, it's, it's, it not cracks me up, actually. That's, a, that's, that's wrong. It makes me extremely worried. See that 80% of the country doesn't see that we're broke. Like how, 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 because we, we lived on this credit system for so long that we just know that Congress goes in there, they raise the, the federal, they raise the, the budget limit. They just, you can only do that so long before the system says no moss or it breaks. Right. And right. at the end of the day, who do we owe most of our money to China, China, Right. China. We owe most of our money to China. So now you got China who's going around brokering a peace deal between Saudi Arabia and Iran. Like what? Like. That? <laughs> That's insane. Yes. These these guys have been fighting for thousands of years. And China's like, yo, uh, we're going to stop all this and we're going to come together and we're going to start using our, our money. And we're going to, we're going to Saudi, we're going to, we're going to cut your dependence on America because you're worried about what the, you know, do you know why that Saudi Arabia has always been our buddy? Yeah. They've always been our buddy because of their oil production. Well, the, the main reason was, you know, Saudi Arabia found out they had all this oil, right? And they're this little bitty country. So in the 70s, when we switched, we went to Saudi Arabia and said, hey, listen, if you don't get some protection, you're going to get your you're going to get your butt whooped. People in this region are going to take your stuff. So if you us and you trade all of your oil with a petrodollar. We're going to call the petrodollar the American of the American dollar, then. We'll take care of you. We'll give you some muscle. 
And that's, of course, what we've done throughout the world. And that's how we've got into so many places, whether we ask them to or we just go in there and kick their front door in and, and you know, plant a base there and say, hey. And that's yeah. what China's been doing. If you've been paying attention over the last decade, they've been going around to all these countries offering infrastructure in return for passageways, in return for dealing with them with economics, you know, uh, what we did to people was we said, hey, you got to use the American dollar to print a hundred dollar bill. So we, we, we've ravaged other countries because we make them a hundred dollars worth of service. 18 cents. So it takes a long time for that country to recuperate. Right. So yep. now you got China over here going, hey, uh, why don't we all come together? We all live on this continent, this big gigantic continent over here. We all the the, the West and the, the East, I mean the, the East and the South, you know, these these two continents are 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 very influenced. But yet they, they don't live over here. They don't have any stake in the game over here except for all the bases we put up everywhere and all the money we give everybody. And the money is just a bribe to do what we say. You know, I, I, so now China's like, hey, this is our backyard. This is our continent. These are our resources. I make all the products that you need to function your house. And that they gave up the industrial revolution they forked over all their manufacturing to us because it was cheaper and the few at the top could make more money and that's all they gave a shit about was their pocketbook they didn't care about providing jobs for millions of americans helping middle class america build a foundation for themselves that shit went right out the window that was the pipe dream that they sold us to get us to leave our ranches and our farms and come in for and live in a zero lot line where you could take a piss and wave at your neighbor taking a piss the next morning. You know, they sold us on that because dad doesn't have to work six days a week and work five. And dad doesn't have to work sun up to sun down and neither does son. Son can go to school and get an education, become smart and sit at the desk and get, get obese and overweight and, and become soft. And dad, you know, you, you're only going to work 40 hours a week. So you home and, and spend the weekend with your family, you know, you still got to take care of the house, but you're used to doing that. Right. But on a, when we lived on our farms and ranches, oiled machines and we had what we needed and then what we didn't have, we just checked with our neighbor and said, Hey, are you good at doing that? And they said, yes. And I'm good at doing this and let's swap. You know, I'm not saying it was the easiest, but they sold us no. this dream of easiness to come into this industrial revolution. And, and, and you get 401k and you get retirement, you get insurance. And if you get sick, you go to the doctor and we'll make you all better. And you don't even have to pay for it. That's what they sold us on. And then we did it. And then little by little, they've chopped it out from under us, right? We don't need you to work 40 hours. We need you to work 50 and 60 and 70. And we don't need just mom. I mean, dad working. We need mom to get a job too, to afford the bills. So now the TV and now the internet and now kids and making them these weirdos and you know dad is working around Mm -hmm. the clock then it causes disruption in the family unit because mom doesn't isn't happy she doesn't get any time with him 
And it boom, Dow divorce rates are through the roof in the 70s and 80s and 90s. And now we've now we've reached this point where we've spent all of our money. We're broke. China's over here brokering deals everywhere. And this is this is one thing. And I, and I know we got. I want to say I, I was doing some research the other day. Um, you know that thing that a lot of people don't do. Um, yeah. And what I found was very interesting. All of the countries. Um, let me see if I have my notes somewhere. I'm going to, I'm going to try to do this off of memory. So I'll do the best I can, but um, all of the other countries that are coming together against us, Mexico, uh, um, Brazil, Nicaragua, Brazil, all these. So if you look at their GDP to debt ratio, they're like 22%, 29%, 41%, 50, I think 58 was the highest one. But if you look at the West, <laughs> yeah. America, 140%. Um, if that's, that's even good. true, right? Uh, Canada, right. 120%. Australia, 120%. UK, 200%. Um, Europe, 200 and something. I mean, when you look, the West is broke and overextended. And the East and the South have money. And they have uh, value, I and the thing so I, about it is I saw that on the on the on the world debt clock. If you just go look at everybody's debt percentage of their GDP to debt, you know, what they run as a country and then what they borrow, you'll see it with your own two see that we're we're like this rabid animal that's been backed into this corner because of our poor decisions. You know, we didn't we didn't break we didn't break right and, and make it get away from, you know, from the deal. Right. So now we're this rabid animal backed into this corner. And that's very dangerous because yeah. we're starting to see the rhetoric and the talk that America's talking about with China, with Russia, with different, uh, uh, um, uh, what's the other one where they're, where they're uh, bomb, um, to protect Israel, uh, uh, Iran, you know? Yeah. Oh, we're gonna get you know. Let me just explain to you about you know war with that with China or Russia or anybody else. You know we've depleted our, our arms because we've been giving them to Ukraine. We've depleted our personnel because all the good ones they got out. They quit. Yep. You know, like a year and or two, and they got out. So yeah, our COVID our, our drove a lot of them out. Not only is our personnel depleted, nobody the, the 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 Air Force is hired a company for multi-million dollars for ad campaigns to be all inclusive so that they can go after the transgender and 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 LGBTQIA plus community in order to get them to sign up. Yeah, and that's Lloyd Austin and uh General mm-hmm. Milley. they they're pushing this exclusiveness on the military and it's just not going to work. What I mean, you take a very weak military and we're weakened very significantly. And 
China's just foaming at the mouth. They know that they have us. Mm-hmm. They know that our military, yes, our military will still be able to stand for, you know, what little bit we do have left, but it won't take much. We'll be out. Well, I mean, you got to look at it like, like China has two and a half million foot soldiers, foot soldiers, Correct. not tank operators, not warship operators, not fighter pilots, not logistics, foot soldiers, boots on the ground, ready to fight. And I know everybody's seen that dang video of those kids that are like seven years old, breaking down. Disabling their gun. Yeah. Like, bro, they would kick 80% of the adults ass in America and they're seven. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I posted that same video, you know, it was just amazing to see that's what they're teaching in their school while we're teaching our kids how to, you know, be transgender or, you know, just be part of that exclusive and uh, special community. So I'm going to post it later, but there was a guy from Africa somewhere um, and he's talking on a podcast and he's like, you know, America's worried about going around the country and giving us $60 billion if we, if we talk, or $60 million if we gender inclusive or LGBTQ, you know, awareness. And he said, they're, they're going around the world paying for perverseness. And what they yeah. don't realize is that we don't accept that. Yeah. And that's they're coming to us about that. And then China's walking in right behind you saying, we'll give you $40 million, but we're going to give you military training. We're going to give you military products. We're going to give you military this. So they're coming in and talking about giving us protection and training us to and how to protect ourselves and giving us the equipment to protect ourselves. And you're coming in and talking to us. About the other stuff. I mean, yeah. and, and it's, it's just a, and that's how we bribed other countries to include this stuff in their agenda is just by. So we are the reason that this is spread, spread, you know, around the globe. We're the reason it's spread. And ultimately America gets held accountable by God for that. Yeah. And I was in a conversation about that the other day. And I said, you know, the people in this country that are accepting this stuff and the people that are in those special communities, what do you think is going to happen when these countries like China, Russia, Iran, uh, North Korea, what's going to happen when these people take over? Do you not realize your special community, they'll take you up on top of a building and throw your ass off or they'll hang you from a bridge. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the want- thing. It's like you see these little pockets of, a, of it in Iran and in Afghanistan and stuff, you know, where, where they are talking about being gay is okay. And that's what you're playing on. But what you don't realize is 99.9% of the rest of the country will do what you just said. They'll throw you off a building or they'll stone you in front of everybody in public. So do you think you're going to get the affection of the 0.01%? I think you're going to get the brute force of the 99.9%. Absolutely. And you're, you won't have a community anymore once this country becomes a third world country and whatever country decides to come in here and take over, 
it's all over with. And for I what? I agree with you. And for what? And I, I, I you want to be gay? Perfectly fine. Be gay. You want to be trans? Be trans. I don't care. Don't affect my life until you start pushing it on me and pushing it on the kids. That's right. where we'll draw the line. I don't push my stuff on people. You know, you can think for yourself and research yourself. You can, you know, go out and do do you. What I say and what I do is not going to affect your life. So what you do is your private business. Don't put it on the kids. That's where I really draw the line. And the fact that we continue to allow this to happen, it, it's a mental illness and it needs to be taken care of. Well, you know, the crazy thing was it, it, it was labeled as a mental illness. And then it was, we were wrong. We are not being inclusive and acceptance of people's feelings. And I, I you know, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not gay, so I can't say that I understand what's happening when they are. So that when you take a six and seven year old that plays with a Barbie doll and then all of a sudden tell him he wants to be a, you know, a, 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 a girl, you know, it's like, I'm going to, you know, my, my son, but when he was born and of course got a little bit older, one or two years old, his sister used to dress him up in dresses and put, you know, the, the, what do you call them? The, the princess dresses and used to do yeah. funny stuff like put makeup on his face, you know, and he'd come out of the bedroom and she, <laughs> And heels and the makeup on, right? Pose in it. Now, does that mean anything? No, that's his no. sister playing dress up with him at three or four years old. You no, know, once he was, was like six, you know, she tried to do it and he'd be like, no, I don't want to. And she'd be like, come on. Like, no, I don't want to do it anymore. Now, I think back to that time. And what if I would have pushed that down his throat? Like, oh, you want to be a girl? You're wearing dresses? You want to be a girl? Now, I, I, I would have gotten a different, I would have gotten a far different response from my father had I done that, right? Right. <laughs> I'd have woke up on my, mine too. <laughs> but, but again, it wasn't, to me, it wasn't hurting anything. And that's his sister having fun. They're playing together. Um, and, and so some people even say, well, I was wrong. Okay, that's your opinion. It didn't. It, but again, I that's go back to manipulation. Yeah, yeah. I go back to manipulation, right? And manipulation, of course, when you say that word, instantly everybody's like, oh, that's bad. Well, that's not true. If you can manipulate somebody into doing good, is that not good, right? So right. manipulation is a, is 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 there and we know that we know that we can manipulate people and if podcast everybody listening knows that they've manipulated somebody at some point once in their at least one time in their life to get what they wanted you would be a bald-faced liar if you said that that's you've never done that whether it's just to get someone to give you a hug or get someone to make you know get someone to try try to eat something you said was was it's really good and you know it's bad it tastes horrible but you fake them into trying it and then they're like oh that's great and you laugh you know right yeah I used you to, and I both know I used to be an alcoholic. Any, go ahead 
I used to be an alcoholic and a drug addict, so I know all about manipulation. Absolutely, I mean, we all do. Like I said, it could be yeah. as it could be as intense as what you're saying, or it could be you could be a narcissist, and you know, I, apparently everybody's a narcissist these days if you watch TikTok, um, right? Or or it, or it could be something as as simple as what I just said. But either way, legit, it's real. We know that it's possible because we've all done it to somebody. So how can you sit there and say that and then turn around and say that coercing a kid to believing he wants to be a girl because he put on a dress is not manipulation. And then let's take it a step further. I can get a kid to do anything. I could get a kid to run out in the middle of traffic if I wanted to. I know that sounds harsh and I'm because you can, you to do anything. You, you know, Absolutely. at first they say, no, it's the road. It's not safe. Oh, it's, it's safe. I'm watching you. You'll be okay. I'm paying attention for you. I won't let you get hit by a car. I know this is extreme, but I'm trying to drive a point home. Right. And and then they look back at you and they're like, no, that's, that's not, no, there's cars coming. No, it's okay. I promise. I've got you. I'm going to make sure nothing happens. Okay. You know, that's, and and that to me, it's where you draw the line. When you, well, when you violate that, when you violate that trust, when you violate that, um, that connection that you can have with a child, when and you take it to something else. Or, in my opinion, just my opinion, you are the lowest of the lowest of the scum of the earth. And I, I, and I, I don't say that lightly because when you manipulate a child, I believe in the Bible, it says, uh, I'm paraphrasing because I'm not good at quoting Bible verses. I'm trying to get better. But if you stray one of his children wrong, so if you send one of his children in the wrong direction, you would be better off tying, I can't remember what he said, tying something around your neck and throwing yourself into the sea. Now, to, to be clear, God just told you it would be, would be better to commit suicide than it would be to send one of his children astray. That's pretty, that's, that's, that's about as serious as it gets in my book. I don't know if you agree yeah. with that or not, but. Oh yeah. Um, totally a, a deep, deep theory right there. Yeah. I mean, to have God tell you, you're better off killing yourself than you are messing with one of my children. That's pretty intense, man. Cause I, I was, yeah. I was under the impression that God's not cool with suicide. Right. And, right. and so that I think shows you the importance how important it is for us to cultivate children. And if you think about what's happened in, in, in the last three decades, uh, for 100% failure, we don't teach them anything anymore. We just teach them how to be a, a modern day slave in the work system. We don't educate them anymore. We don't encourage them dreams. We don't encourage them for creativity. We don't create, 
uh, encourage them for inventions, um, unless it's while you're working for a company that they can take the patent and keep all the money. Um, we, we don't encourage children to become a, 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 not a member of society, man, a, 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 a human but to being. Be entrepreneurs to be, to be somebody it's not there anymore. I remember growing up, it was, you know, be a doctor, be a rocket scientist, you know, be a lawyer, be the president. That was highly encouraged and pushed in schools. It's not anymore. Yeah. I'll sit down, be quiet, don't move, listen to what we say. And here, take this pill because you can't stop moving. Um, and, and, and then we, and then they come home to an empty house or they come home to two exhausted. Um, not really, but that's what they come home to. And the parents are the same thing. Shut up, be quiet, eat your dinner, go to your room, leave me alone. I'm exhausted. Yeah, Can you imagine how people. isolated and how, how alone children feel these days? And then they get on the internet. They get on these gaming systems, they get on these games, they get on these, these YouTubes and they, and they watch and they see this, these, but what are they communities of perversion communities of hate communities of, you know, we're your, we're, we're your saving grace because nobody loves you. And we wonder why they jump for this stuff. We wonder why they get attracted to this stuff. We wonder why kids have turned into these, hateful, you know, pardon my French. And if I offend you about yours too bad, these hateful little shits that don't care about anything. They have no moral compass. They have life, you know, they're still living with their parents at 24 years old, sleeping in the, in their room. Don't want to get up. Don't want to work. Don't want to contribute. But in all reality, folks, we created that. Yep. Absolutely. 100%. You know, and I tried to raise mine the best the, the best that I could and teach them the values of things in life. But, you know, you can only go so far with that and then they just get out on their own and they know everything. So, you know, just trial by error for them, I guess. But, you know, I try to be a best example to show, you know, I worked 45, 50, 60 hour weeks and. Yep. Showing I'm putting a roof over your head. I'm putting food in your belly and clothes on your back. And that's what you need to do. Show women respect, uh, be a good member of society. But, you know, not all parents are able to, you know, have their kids follow that because they see everything that's on TV and Internet, their friends, other people. And they decide they're going to go that route instead. You know, don't do the things that you were taught. Yeah. And, you know, that's the other thing. Once you, you know, you try to train them, the, you, I say train them, educate them, teach them, whatever you want to call it. Raise it is them. Training. <laughs> uh, raise them, you whatever. know, whatever. You're trying to train them for this world. And I, and I try to, I've tried to teach my kids like this world will eat you alive. You have to have, you have to have grit. You have to have, you know, you have to be able to take a, a, a kick to the nads and you got to, you got to stand back up. And, um, you know, my youngest one seems to get it. My older two that are often on their own, they just don't get it. And they, they think that the world owes them something. Now they'd had to watch me fight tooth and nail 
life. And somehow they think somebody such as me is going to just hand them shit on a platter. And I don't by any stretch. And it makes them angry at me, makes them resentful at me that I don't give them things. And, um, you know, my message is always the same to them. You got to work for what you have. So if you ain't making what you need, you need more than what you have. You better figure it out. Nobody handed me anything. Nobody silver platter and was like, Oh, here's your white privilege. (laughs) (laughs) Contrary to most people's belief. Um, so, but the thing is they, they somehow, they just continue to get brainwashed into thinking it's going to be okay. You know, I'm trying to talk to him about what's going on. You know, I'm talking to my older son about preparing for his family. Do you have food saved up? Do you have water saved up? You know, and he, he does, he's got a little bit, but he's serious as he should be. And even I, I, every time I see him, I talk to him, I'm like, Hey man, are you taking this serious? Well, I mean, you've been telling me about it for two years, two and a half years. I mean, when's it going to happen? So it, it's coming. Okay. Just because it didn't happen fast enough for you. I promise you it's coming. Absolutely. And that's why I've been telling my kids for years and my oldest is 21 and I don't know he's just lost his way and doesn't want to work and expects everybody to take care of him. And I'm not that way. I was never, I had to fight tooth and nail to get what I have. And I'm sorry, but your ass is going to have to learn the hard way. Call it rock bottom or whatever, but you're going to have to figure it out soon. And same with my youngest, he's kind of, he's a hard head and, you know, he's just going to have to learn. You know, and dad's been talking about all this shit for years now since they've been born. And, you know, dad's a crazy one. So, you know, they understand what I've been saying over the years, but they've just nothing's ever happened yet. Dad, I'm like, just watch what's going on. It's happening, but it's taking a slow roll. Well, you know, the, the thing about that is uh, when I say what's not happened. Well, I mean, I'm not starving to death yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, watch how things unfold. It, 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 that's not going to happen overnight. And I told you it wasn't going to happen overnight. I told you you had, you have time to prepare. Right. And, and so I said, but the day it comes, you can rest assured you are going to go to bed or you're going to be up because it'll happen in the middle of the day. However it happens. But Within minutes, things will forever change. You know, I, I saw something earlier, pretty eye-opening. It said over two and a half million people have left the cities, major metropolitan areas. Yeah. Right? That's a lot of that's a lot of people. That's yeah, a lot of people they- that understand that it says in the Bible, get to the woods. Right. Yeah. And as I tell people, if you're going in those woods, you better hope you know who owns those woods or hunts those woods or know about those woods because you're going to get shot at. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting. I I mean, like I said, I I know some things are coming very quickly. Um, I know a lot of people are always like, well, what do we do? What do we do? Um. You know, the first thing I can tell you that I would do is I would, I would, I would get in your Bible and I would pray because is not going to stop. Mm-mm. 
about that. What is the outcome? That I don't know. If Revelation, you read the book of Daniel, you read the, you know, Matthew. You get into that part, you read. It, everything is coming to fruition. You have the, 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 the red heifers. You have the third temple, the, ba the base of it's already done. You can so the third temple is being built. The Euphrates River is drying up. War of wars and whispers of wars. That's extremely evident. Earthquakes. <clears throat> I don't know if you saw, but they had in Jerusalem. By February the 7th, they had 777 earthquakes that made the number seven across the continent. Wow. I mean, uh, I don't know, man. That's pretty. Uh, that's a, I, I just can't talk sign. these things up things up to coincidences anymore um you know when i first went down this rabbit hole it was funny uh, i remember it uh about april uh right after they that quote unquote we got you know covid um because when they started talking about shutting down the economy that to me was like instant it was an instant wtf moment right and i'm like whoa 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 what like what what are you talking about like shutting down Shutting down shipping. I mean, if you know how dependent America is on other countries for 90% of our products, you don't have to be a or an economist to know that's not a good idea, right? So yeah. I'm like, uh, set of our prescriptions from China. So what's going to happen to people with diabetes? What's going to happen to people with ADHD that are hooked on meth? What's going to happen, right? What's going to happen? Right. They're going to turn up. Right. So I started thinking about that. I'm like, man, this is not good. This is what the heck is going on. And then I really started diving in. And then, you know, you end up going down all these rabbit holes. And, you know, I would say, you know, 90 days later, 20 pounds heavier, uh, badly needing a haircut because I used to get one every 10 days. And I spent three months without getting a haircut. I was I was a mess. You know, um, I, I, had, I had a friend come by and kind of, you know, slapped me across the face and was like, yo, dude, like, get so I came back out of the, the hole and, and realized, man, we're in big trouble. And um, you can't see the things that we've seen and know the things that we know and say every single one of them is a coincidence or it's made up in our head. And that is what the left does. And I want to be very clear. I'm not, I'm not a right person. I'm not a MAGA person. I'm not even a Trump supporter, if y'all follow me. I used to be, but, but I now know that politicians work for corporations. Corporations run this because they hold all the money and none of them give a rat's ass about it. They don't care about our family. They don't care about our bank account. They don't care about our savings. They don't care about our retirements. Why? Because they took them all away. Yeah. They took away the insurance. They took away the 401k. They took away so care about us when they're the ones that have put us where we're at. They're the ones that make us work 60 and 70 hours a week to be able to provide for our family because they're the same ones overcharging us for a product. I saw a, a deal a lady did that was very eye-opening. She compared a uh, 10, uh, let's see, she had a, uh, a $1, a 5, a 10, and a 20. And she compared 5, 10, and 20 gold 
in, in retrospect, they hold the same value. One versus one, five versus five, 10 versus 10, 20 versus 20. Nothing should have ever changed that. No. But we allowed the central banking system and, you know, for them to be able to loan out for every dollar they got, somehow they were able to loan out $5. Does that make sense? Because if I have a 20 in my pocket and you walk up to me and say, can I borrow $100? 20 yeah. out of my pocket, make it 100? Or can you make it? No. No. So why can a bank? Because they were designed to take our money away from us. And they've done it. And the fact that people don't see that is mind-blowing. The, but the, the, anyway, the $1 was the, the one cent. Or, I'm sorry. The gold coin was worth like. I'm just giving you an example. It was worth like 376 bucks. And then the, the 10 was worth like 900. And the, and the 10 was worth 1800 and the 20 was worth $900. So a 20, it should be worth $20. That is worth $20 because it's gold back is now worth almost a $3,000 note with interest to somebody else. Wow. Now I remember a guy that was on YouTube and he would, uh, go around and he would test these college students out and he did one where he offered them either a candy bar or a one ounce, uh, bouillon of silver. I saw that. <laughs> Did you see that? And all these college kids oh took the, the fucking candy bar and then they, they didn't realize oh. they passed up $768 ounce, uh, ounce, uh, thing of bouillon of silver. Yes. It was I mean, like it, eight, Sent passed it up for the candy bar, right? I mean, that I mean that just tells you how bad our fucking society is and the indoctrination and where we're at right now. And people really don't understand fractional banking. They don't understand the fiat currency system. And I always encourage people: you better go and look that shit up. This is exactly why we're in the position we're in. You know, the only thing that backs the dollar is the fact that we have to go work 60, 70 hours a week. That's it. Everybody wants to say slavery's gone and over with. No, it's not. We're all debt slaves. Yeah, I mean, we're, yeah, dude. It's, it's you know, there's a reset coming. Uh, but, but again, it, it's, it's, you know, it's like, well, it's a financial reset. Oh, no, this is a biblical reset and i don't know what the end result is because you know if you if you read the bible man it's honestly it's hard to understand you know it is i mean it's a lot of deciphering and people say well have discernment and ask god to reveal it to you so then you get millions of people with a, millions of different opinions on what the, you know it's it's pretty simple to to the, the craziness of that because you see on TikTok, you see all these, well, this means that, how, no, it doesn't. You're not a Christian. You're a bastard. You're an idiot. You know, and you're like, whoa, 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 like calm down. I mean, that's, isn't that his interpretation or her interpretation of it? Like, isn't that what we're told to do is read, discern, interpret? Yeah. Man, they're at each other's throats and they're so 
You know, it's not like, hey, I, I you know, I see your opinion. Um, have you ever thought about it like maybe this angle, blah, 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 blah? Well, no, I mean, I haven't really thought about that angle, but, you know, do you think this means more this and maybe that means less this and maybe that? No, I mean, what? but if you look at it, you don't see that. No. And what All it you is, see is you see. You're, you're, you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> when you see that, man, you're like, oh, boy, here we go. Boom, and the fireworks start. And it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's hard for somebody like me because – you know, I've just become, you know, I've, I've always don't don't get me wrong. I've, I've always had a love hate relationship with God. Um, you know, I've, I've been in that position where God, if you're real, then make this happen. Or God, if you, why did you, if you are real, why did you allow this to happen? Um, so I've had a very relationship with God and just very recently. So I want to say that. So I'm not sounding like some phony on here. I'm not, I can't quote scriptures. I can't go, Oh, go to, you know, Jeremiah. That this is the means this, and I can't do that. <laughs> so for somebody like me, who's trying to get my, my bearing on this, because I do know this, we're running out of time. I've read to know that happening. I, I don't know what the, I don't know what the end result is. I don't know what the, I don't know what all that means. I do know and that God says he's coming back to judge. Jesus is going to come back to judge. He's not coming back for a, you know, for a, for a, 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 a kumbaya around the campfire. <clears throat> he's coming back for, for, for judgment. You're going to, your thoughts for your actions. Um, so I do know that much. And I, I I remember this. I remember an old vet one time telling me in a in a in a VA bar. <laughs> he said, uh, "I was pissed off." And I was like, "God's not real. If God's real, then you know, a friend wouldn't have died." And he's, yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I know how you feel. He said, "But look, like what what do you have to lose by believing in God?" sat there and I looked at him because I, I didn't have anything to say. And he said, but what do you have to gain if you're wrong? He said, you know, I'd rather die and find out I was wrong because, well, how am I going to know? <laughs> right. I, I, there's no heaven. Uh, I'm just a corpse in the, in the mud. How will I know? He said, but if I don't believe... And I die, and he is real. I'm in bad trouble. And you know, uh, and and I and I and I and I wish it would have jarred me into this, you know, biblical diving of spirituality on this journey of the last decade, just becoming a Bible scholar. But it didn't. But it did. At that point, it did make me a believer, right? And uh, right. a little more to heart and, and, and dove in to the Bible a lot more and become a better person because I know I screwed up a lot between then and now. Um, right. And 
years and we've all screwed up and we've, and some of us have made a much bigger mess than others. And, and I know, I know I'm one of those, but the great thing is there's still time because you and I are having this conversation today. So there's still time. We haven't quite completely screwed up. <laughs> we, no. you know, we, <laughs> we've, we're, we're walking the edge. We're, we're definitely, <laughs> but we still have time. And you know, something hit me today. Uh, somebody said it to me. I can't remember who. I wish I could say who so I could give them recognition. But, you know, they said, do you remember when there was a, a hurricane coming to Florida? I want to say they said 2020. I don't know if you remember this or not, but it was a huge hurricane and it was coming right for Florida. And I think Florida had just been hit by one. So it was like yes, brutally take them down. And a bunch of people got out on the beach and prayed that it missed them. And that hurricane took a right turn and went up to the Carolinas. Mm. I don't know, man. You call it what you want. Coincidence, miracle, BS, whatever you want. But I know I can't see something like that and just say, oh, that had nothing to do with them praying. Nothing. I've always believed in a higher power. I mean, as far as if it's a God, it's Jesus or whatever. I mean, I, I grew up Catholic and I didn't fall for the Catholic stuff. I, I was just thought it was kind of nonsense at the time. <clears throat> and my dad hated it because he is a, uh, just a, a true Catholic, you know, that's my dad's side of the family it was cat, uh, Catholicism. So, but just growing up and working, uh, in a hospital, you know, I've seen a lot of miracles. So I do know that there's a higher power, you know, cause if, that kind of thing that would happen, like seeing accidents where people should have been killed and they walked away fine, you know, just having a scratch or, you know, just getting stitches. You know, I, I understand there's miracles like that. I don't know. I just have a weird thing about, you know, in God and believing in all that stuff. It's just I've seen a lot of death and destruction. And then I've also gone through a lot of stuff. So, you know, I'm just kind of at that point that I know that there's higher power, but, you know, I don't, str I kind of struggle back and forth of what it is. I completely a thousand. And because we have been taught religion, right? Yeah. And religion is extremely divisive. I'm Catholic. This is how I'm Mormon. This is how I'm Latter-day Saints. This is how it goes. I'm Christian. I'm, I'm a, a Baptist. This is how it goes. I'm. And, and so instead of following a religion, you just, just open the Bible yourself. Find, uh, there are a few biblical, um, churches that that left that only teach out of the bible you know you go to these big mega churches and and the preacher reads yeah. like three verses and then he has a 40 minute sermon on some quite frankly i think it's more than likely a bull crap story because it's weird you know i went to one of those mega churches for 
And somehow this preacher, man, he had all these great stories he was always involved with that went with the two or three verses he read. And I thought, wow, this guy's got, he's just got the most amazing life. Somehow every single thing he reads, some he's been an experience that works with that. Like, yep. I think that's bull crap, right? I think that's bull crap. I think that's storytelling. And I think that's, you know, a, 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 a life coach or, you know, a, a yeah. speaker that embellishes things to, to make you feel good about yourself. And of course, make sure you put that money in the plate. So for yep. me, like there's a, it's called uh, Baron B-E-R-E-A-N, Bible Church. I watch him on YouTube. This guy's right out of the Bible. He reads the Bible. He states the Bible. He reads it. He talks about it. He reads it. He talks about it. He reads it. He talks about it. Um, so, you know, I encourage for something like that, maybe to help with understanding or find people. And I've been, I've been fortunate enough to find a couple of people on TikTok that are very diverse in the Bible. And, and it, again, it, it just comes with all you want them saying to you is, well, here's what this says in the Bible. Well, here's what this says. Not this is my interpretation. They say, look what this says. Does that mean A, B, C, D to you? Um, no. Okay, why? Well, because it's more A. Well, okay, well, here's A. This is what it is. Here's B. Here's C. This is what it is. Do you understand why it states those two separate? Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Right. So I would stay away from religion. You know, the Catholics, yeah. I don't even, I don't even want to go there. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was basically thrown out of my family because I said, all you guys do is throw money in the collection plate to move the priest around since he likes kids. Yeah. I mean, so. the, sexual abuse the fact that the priest sits in a in a you know whatever you call it, whatever the, that looks like a venomous snake uh i mean i don't know I, I i again i'm not it's not my job to bash or you know whatever but when i look at something like that and and i think if you're willing to cover up 600 children being abused 1200 children being abused and be a man of God, wouldn't you bring that person out immediately into public for persecution? Right. And what do you think right? about the Dalai? What do you think about the Dalai Lama when the kid to suck his tongue? Well, I think it's very interesting that they don't want TikTok around, but somehow I saw that on Saturday. And by Monday morning, the Dalai Lama issues an apology. I'm like, an apology? This not only was he sitting there. Doing it in front of a crowd. You saw a guy yep. behind him filming it with his phone, like, wake up, people. Some of these people, high positions, are the devil in disguise. And if you and say, absolutely not, I mean, that not he the highest, um, the highest teacher in? Buddha, uh, I believe Buddha, so, Buddha, yes. Buddha, right? Buddha. Right? So he's like the highest, like the, the top. He's like the Pope for Buddha, right? Right. Well, isn't that interesting? The top of another one sucking on kids' tongues while another one hides 1,200 kids getting raped. Yeah. Like, I mean, when are we going to wake up, people? Again, that's religion. And religion has been hijacked by the devil. And say, oh, well, he. 
can say scripture. I mean, it even says in the Bible, again, I'm, I can't give you quotes, but I know in the Bible it says about the devil can quote the verses right back to you. It's not like they have some big warning label on them. You know, somebody doesn't walk up to you and it says demon across their forehead. You know, you got to, yeah. you got to get, you got to hear them. You got to, you got to discern about what you're hearing. You got to see who they are. Watch what they do. Tells a 14 year old boy to suck his tongue should have his tongue cut out of his head. Right. I don't know if you can say that. Well, I did. Yeah, you can say anything you want on here other than you're going to threaten to do something to the president or uh, something like that. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you know, my understanding, too, you know, the devil was an angel previously. So, of course, he's going to be able to know scripture. So. But it's just. That's crazy to me. Like, I, I don't understand how people can say that and then allow this man to issue an apology. And here it is. Uh, what's today? Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's bad when you, it's bad when you get to get it going in life and you're like, Oh crap, what's today. Um, but when you, when you think about what we're talking about, the fact that he wasn't removed immediately position speaks volume, how blind this world truly is. Yeah. And evil. Andy, because his whole his whole following, every Buddha person in Buddhism should have been calling for his resignation and, quite frankly, to be put in jail. Yeah. Wouldn't that be but considered a sex act on a child? It's just like I, all these. I would think so. I mean, I don't know uh, where that happened, but I don't know if their laws are different where that happened. But I sure would have to assume so. Yeah. But again, that goes back to the rules for thee and not for they, or however you say it, the rules for they, not for thee. Um, there's a double standard. Yep, absolutely. Now, we're talking about the collapse of the, the dollar. And we know that they want to introduce the central banking digital currency system. And they got the Fed now act going. So it, you know, it's coming to a head. Supposedly July is supposed to be the day that they're supposed to go completely live with all of this. So people don't understand yeah, to, the severity of this. Yeah. To my understanding, because if you go read Fed now, it, it, it sounds, Oh, go to this. It's easier make instant transactions. You don't have to wait for your money anymore. You don't have to wait three days for your payroll check to go through. You don't have to wait, uh, you know, whatever, uh, 24 hours for your wire to go through. You know, it'll be instantaneous. I don't mean reality. That doesn't sound like a bad thing. I mean, if I deposit my money right then, that's pretty cool. Um, but what's behind that? What that gives them, number one, let me just ask this question. Currently, at this moment, whether you are or you're a leech and you live off of somebody, 
<laughs> right? <laughs> if you are out the one out busting your butt or your mother or the one out busting their butt um, to, to give you a place to live. Um, how many of you know somebody that does side work? Maybe they cut hair on the side. Maybe they do some small construction jobs on the side. Uh, maybe they got a little concession stand on the weekend. I don't know, whatever. And how many of them make cash off of that? And yeah, I know they're going to say, well, people aren't paying their taxes on that. Yeah, I know. That's the whole reason they're doing it. It's because they can't afford to live because they're getting taxed to death. So how many people do you know that that's how they survive? That's how their mortgage payment. That's how they're able to buy. That's how they're able to put gas in their car is because they do the side job and we buy and trade services, you know, without the federal government having their finger in everything that we do. Well, that's a lot of people. I mean, I know a lot of people that cut hair that do, that, that do, you know, side jobs, you know, if they're in the, say they're an electrician. Yeah. They may make a hundred, hundred. You're like, Oh, they make a bunch of money. Yeah. But they go home with 52. Right. By the time insurance comes out that they have to carry, by the time taxes come out that they have to pay, by the time getting put in a 38% tax bracket, they go home with 52, 47. And then they got to pay car insurance, the car payment, the mortgage, the electric, the food, the gas, the water, which is all 30%. So now they're in the, the numbers came out. The numbers came out last week that uh, since Biden has been in office, uh, inflation has cost people twelve thousand more dollars per person a year. So, people who used to be uh, right around the thirty-day mark on uh, being close to being behind on their bills are now thirty days past due on all their bills. Yeah, I saw uh, so, credit credit card debt reached a trillion dollars for the first time in history. That's yep. good. Yeah, that, that's real good. And then you have uh, to, problems. To, <laughs> to live comfortably in the U.S., you have to make $87,400 per person in your household to live comfortably. Wow. That that right there should tell you something, because how many people make less than eighty seven thousand a year? A Probably eighty percent, ninety percent of the population. Because yeah, I can tell you right now, I make right just right around forty six thousand a year. Wow, and, that's and, I, and I think that having a college, that's not having that, that, a college that's, education. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. Like that, that's really surprising is I know a majority of this population is feeling it. You have, I mean, you go into the grocery store and you spend $70 and you walk out with two bags. If that. (laughs) You go to, yeah, it's, it cost me, 
Um, you know, I spend about around a hundred bucks every. And yeah. I mean, I, I have a, I have a diesel and I have a truck so you can say, well, get a Honda Accord. Okay. No. But you're still spending 45. Yep. For 26. So I know gas, gas just jumped up 42 cents here today. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to see some insane numbers on gas. I believe very quickly. Um, so my, my, my point is, is how do you go to the store? How do you get gas? How do you pay your, your rising electric bill, your rising water bill, and then turn around and look at me and tell me that everything's being built back better. Like <laughs> uh, what false reality, what do you tell yourself? What do you, when your bank account says zero every or week or, or month, like, what do you, what do you, what lie do you tell yourself that's going to make everything better? Because the, at the end of the day, I mean, if you have, if you have money, you have, but if you don't, you don't. And if you don't, how can that not worry? Yep. And it's, it's, I know a lot of people that are getting second and third jobs right now because they can't afford the gas prices, the food prices, and they were okay at what they were making, and now they can't. Well, I'm you know, starting, I've, I've, I'm starting. To I've seen that people category. that are quitting working because they can go assistance and their position than if they worked. And isn't that exactly? They want you to become dependent upon them. And let me let me make sure we're clear here. Like they're, they just cut food stamps. They cut food stamps, yep. right? They're cutting or they're did it or they're about to, but they're about to cut food stamps, not cut them completely, cut the amount. So the cost of food has gone up because of inflation and they're about to cut the amount of food that you can buy. So what the government does is they get you dependent upon them. And then they yank the rug out from under you because once you're dependent upon them, it, it crashes, it shrinks the society. It shrinks because you have less and less people working, more and more people getting gouged that are working, and then they start giving up. I mean, when you make $100,000 a year and you're like, dang, I make a hundred grand a year, right? So you're what, eight, 80, eight, so you're like 80 something hundred a month. You're like, man, I make good money. And then when you when you put your two checks together at the end of the month, you're you're putting in your bank account. Um you you're what six thousand bucks, like dollars, and then you gotta immediately pay your mortgage, your insurance, your food, your gas, your water, your electric, and your food. And you haven't you haven't done and now you're down to like fifteen hundred bucks. 1300 bucks for a whole month. Yeah. And I say, listen, well, that's better than what I have. And I get that. You're out busting your ass for 60 hours a week to make a hundred grand. And your, and your net is a thousand, twelve, thirteen hundred dollars a month. That's exhausting for nothing. 100%. So, I just don't know how people aren't, I don't know how, I don't know how people aren't just like, wow, this is, this is not working. This isn't right. This is, you know, they'll look right at you. 
I mean, I can pay my bills. I don't know about you, but I didn't get in this life to exist just to pay my bills and work till I'm set. You know, over in uh, France, they're flipping the country upside down because they want to take the the retirement from like 60 to 63 or something like that. 63 to 65 or something. I think it's 64 to 68. Okay. You know, we're at 70. Yeah, we're now at 70. And they keep raising it every year and we don't even say anything. We're like, oh, that's that's hey, bring me a Bud Light. Let's play some Xbox. <laughs> and the average person lives to be 73 and a half years old. That's right. So right now, you know that you're going to work. And if you're lucky, which you're not going to be, but if you're lucky, <laughs> you get to retire three and a half years before you kick the bucket. Right. I mean, like, like, what's, the, what's the point of that? Right. You know, and I work for a big distribution company and, uh, you know, our production's gone way down. We're barely even getting work. They're sending people home. And this is for a major conglomerate that's globally and internationally. <clears throat> right. And the production's going down. I keep telling people I work with, I was like, it's because our economy is in inflation means these warehouses distribution centers all this shit is going to stop their production at some point and we will either be voluntarily laid off or we just won't have a job that's where it's going and then you got the the shipping crisis going on again out in california where you know they're they're having a uh issues with the workers and the and the union so that's not going to help things when they're already like five, six days into this where they've closed the ports. So the shit that you are expecting so are they on the shelves. Are they saying that there's not enough workers, right, in California? Is that what they're saying? Yeah, they say, they're saying it's a shortage and uh, they're having contract issues. So it's the mm-hmm. same thing they went through a year ago. Yeah. So, so what does that boil down to? That boils down to people working and not making enough money to live. And they're turning around telling the ports, like, screw you, man. Like, give us enough to live off of. Right. And why is that? Because of, let me, let me, let me ask this. It's (laughs) the federal government has failed the last. Not that they didn't meet a mark, not that mark. <laughs> they have the audits. And when I say fail, meaning they cannot explain where trillions, I don't know how many zeros that is, but that's what that's a lot. Zeros, that's that's ten, a lot of zeros. So, I don't know. I can't, I don't even know if I, I can write it down. I've never tried to write down a trillion. Um, but they can't explain where the money's at. Now, if the IRS comes to you and they audit your shit and you're missing money, guess what you have to do? You got to pay it back. You got to find it. You got to shit it. <laughs> you got to make it. <laughs> you got you to do a side job for some cash under the table so you can pay the government. Right. Right. But if they fail, businesses 
hike your taxes, steal more from you, and tell you to shut up and don't worry about it. Uh, I don't know. I'm just saying it seems kind of like a a faulty system, if you ask me. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, and the, and the thing that blows me away is we sit back and we look at that and go, "Damn, that sucks." Yeah, what Damn, can we do about bullshit. it? <laughs> what are we gonna? It's just me. What am I gonna do about it? I'm just one individual. True. But you know, the thing is, everybody's so hung up on their little shiny possessions that, in all honesty, 90% of you don't own what you have. The bank does. You don't want to give any of that up to stop the ways that it's working, the ways that it is, right? We don't, we don't want to, we don't want to risk everything that we don't own that we work our ass off for and slide into depression because we have no life so and then what do most people do on the weekend they drink it away because they're depressed but hey that's way better than standing up for what's right that's way better than resetting the system for the people by the people i'd rather just work my ass off for somebody else to get rich and drink my life away on the weekends and think about how bad life sucks (laughs) i mean this is why Jefferson didn't want a centralized federal government. You know, right. he knew once once financial institutions got involved with government, you weren't going to, you know, you weren't going to have a government. And people need to wake up and realize that what you think you may own, what's going to happen, they're going to fucking take it all. They're going to get it all. Every single thing they're going to have control over. Getting this central banking digital currency system, getting the Fed Now Act, getting the digital ID system going, we're fucked. They will own everything. They will have control over everyone. Yeah, it's 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 you know it's been real frustrating for me because, um, you know, I get a lot of people that contact me and they're like, "Well, how do we fix it? And how do we do it?" And I'm going to say this, and I and I don't mean this in any people that follow me um a lot wants for me when you when you send me a message and it's not that i it's not that i often don't see it i mean there's a lot that i don't see but i'm just exhausted you know i've answered so many people back and told them what we need to do you know we need to form communities we need to come together we need to pull our resources together you don't necessarily have to have money but you have to bring something to the table right so if you that 200 acres you got to have a gardener you got to have a paramedic you got to have a doctor you got to have a uh you got to have a bookkeeper you got to have somebody not not for the sense of keeping books on money but keeping inventory you have to have warehouse logistics people that can can make all this you form these communities self-sufficient grow your own grow your own food and process your own animals and do these things is it a foolproof way no can they it at all (laughs) yeah i mean yeah i guess But I tell you this, without without any reservation and a certainty, the system you are a part of today breaking at any given moment. You are going to go to bed. You are going to wake up fucked. Pardon my French. You are going to wake up 
totally screwed. And you are going to be the eight ball that I guarantee you a fourth of the country is just going to themselves. 40%. I know that I sounds, I know that sounds crazy. I know that sounds crazy, but people are just going to end their life because they're not going to want to even try to go through what's coming. And let me tell you, there will be a civil war. Be the nastiest, ugliest thing you can imagine. And why is that? Because you have no idea who your enemy is. When you go into another country and you fight a war, you know, we have BDUs on, we have camo, we know what our, our, our stuff looks like. We know what our units look like. We know what our material, our, our machines look like. And we know that anything other than that is the enemy. Civil War, you have no idea. Your neighbor next door been may want to kill you for the last 10 years. <laughs> and now he's got a chance because you never put your damn garbage can up. Or you never, your dog wouldn't shut up. You wouldn't put your dog inside at night. And when that switch flips. <clears throat> Mine would be my neighbor know, next door because of my flags I fly. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's going to be that crazy. Like, <clears throat> like, you're like, oh, that's funny. I, no, it no. is. It's real. Let me, let me tell you something. There's a, let me tell you. The thin blue line. Why do they call it a thin blue line? Because there's a million police officers that keep 300 in check. Now, do they stop at all? Of course not. That's why we see the things we see. But could you imagine what it would be like if there was zero cops? Zero? No. Because I promise you, every one of them are taking off that badge when shit hits the fan. People have sick desires. People have twisted, morbid thoughts. And there's one thing that keeps them from acting on it. Rotting in prison. Or being sentenced to death. Either one. That's the one thing. Because they don't want to get... And they know that there's police and detectives and... So they're like, ah, there's a pretty good chance I can get caught, so I'm not going to do this. But boy, I wish I could. There's a lot of sick people in this world, a lot of evilness, as we're seeing continuing to grow. The only thing that stops them is that thin blue line. And to go into that thin blue line, which we were talking about earlier, that thin blue line isn't looking. Look at how many beatdowns, shootings, and authoritarian tyrannical police that we're seeing every day in your car. I need to see your ID. Well, sir, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm just sitting in my car. Yeah, but I, I have a, I'm suspicious that you're doing something wrong. Well, have I broken any law? No, I didn't say you did. Give me your fucking ID. Cause I said, give me your, <coughs> Oh, like you can't, you can't, but we're seeing it over and over and over. Next thing you know, you're getting yanked out of your car, slammed on your head. It's all because you wouldn't provide your ID because you were sitting in your car eating your, your lunch. That, that thin blue line that, you know, a lot of people put a lot of faith in police and military. And if you're paying attention, 
military, you're getting people in uniform. Oh, if, if didn't give up their guns, if our government told them to take, hell yeah, I'd make them do it. Hell yeah, I'd, I'd shoot them if I had to. They're saying it. It's coming out. What more proof do you need? Do you need to see the bullet actually hit somebody between the between the eyes before you believe? And maybe that's the problem in this world was we, we hear a lot of talk, you know? And so people are like, oh, let's just talk. Uh, I would have never imagined anybody in my unit ever saying something like that. Ever. Never once thought anybody in my whole battalion would say something like that. And now you got military, you got woke officers. And then the other thing is officers hide behind policy because that's all that laws are is their policy. Play. And they see if you shut up and follow them. And if you do, they enforce them. If you know your rights, you don't give up your ID when you're just sitting in your car eating your lunch. Because you have the right to sit in your car on a public roadway and eat your Right. But people think that because it's law, they have to follow it when it's all it is is policy. And you have these police officers that hide behind that and they say, hey, man, I'm just doing my job. How many times have you heard that? Why are you giving me a hard time? I'm just doing my job. You swore to uphold the Constitution, and you know that is not upholding the Constitution, and you are a fact that you're breaking the law, but you get to hide behind the pretense of, I'm just doing my job. I'm following orders. Sounds familiar, right? Something about brown right. shirts or something? I don't know. Sounds yeah, familiar. something like that. Yeah, in the day. So the, for, the, uh, for all of the people that think the police and the military are going to protect us and prevent this from happening, you're wrong. I'm just going to put yep. that out there. You're wrong. And not that I don't have love. Every military and every police officer is bad because obviously I'm not saying that. But there is a reason there's a hierarchy in the military. There's a reason there's a hierarchy in hospitals. There's and police. There's a reason there's a hierarchy in the government. There's a reason there's a hierarchy in those things. Go against the grain, we'll bury you. And let me tell you something. They will bury you. And they will ruin your life if you don't get with the program. Why do you think so many doctors and nurses went along with this? Do you really think that those highly educated people that are experienced in their field aren't smart enough to figure this out. Four and eight and 12 years invested when you have hundreds of thousands of dollars of student loans, when you have thousands of dollars in personal debt money. And so you start living a, a good lavish lifestyle So when they said, hey, just shut up and follow protocol, it'll be fine. That's protocol. 
Just do your job. Don't ask questions. Well, they had to make a decision. I either do my job, continue earning my money, and continue living my lifestyle, or if I open my mouth, I'm going to lose my job and lose my license, and I'm still going to owe these tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands or, or, you know, in some cases, millions of dollars in loans and debt that I have. I won't have a job. And I've been a nurse for 10 years, for 15 years. I've been a doctor for nine years or 12 years. How in the hell am I going to do anything else? What would I do? How would I pay off all this debt? They're not going to let me get a job anywhere else because there's a system that they go into that every hospital shares. Why did you get fired from your last job? Oh, you didn't follow protocol? Oh, you think they're going to call you? Nope. But you know what? That'll show you real quick what you as a stranger because you are a stranger to them. So when you come in that hospital and you have COVID and they put you on a ventilator and put you on remdesivir following protocol, they don't get attached to you because they don't know you. They don't but they got three kids at home that they need to take care of. They got a mother at home they have to take care of. They know them. They don't know you. And well, somebody else told me to do it this way, so I'm just following protocol. And if you've been around the medical industry the last decade, 15 years, what have you've seen that it's declined. You've seen that majority of the people in that are no not emotionally attached at all to their patients. No. You've seen that they just come in and follow orders and just do what it says and have very little compassion for patients anymore. I worked 21 so. years in the medical field, got out whenever they started all this bullshit with COVID, and, you know, <clears throat> I've been kind of going down the rabbit hole they're, uh, I don't know if you know, Big Dave from Gray State Mafia. He's an, he's a LPN. He's been in the medical industry for over 30 some years and he's got a nursing underground podcast. And we kind of both been looking at what's going on with the healthcare system now. Cause like all these hospitals and rural areas are closing, you know, and the, and just the shit that they're pulling with the medical industry is just ridiculous. The whole COVID thing. You know, they <clears throat> getting kickbacks for anybody that was COVID. So anybody that would come in from a car accident or motorcycle oh, yeah, yeah, accident yeah, 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 yeah. got, got $48,000 kickback for right, COVID right, death. Right. Then they got in the hospital and they were admitted to the hospital. It was like another 37000 So that's why they deemed everybody COVID and they skewed the numbers. And well, I do mean, you remember that's just... the, the, whoever the lady was, I can't remember. She was a black lady. I can't remember the doctor position was <clears throat> now, if I remember correctly, she was speaking like from the podium, like at a, like at the presidential press, like the, like the, um, you know, like the press conference. They oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, now she said, yeah, if somebody gets in a car wreck and dies, and comes in from that, but we test them for COVID and they have COVID, they will be listed as a COVID death. Yeah. And even Fauci I guess came what out really, and said that. 
Yeah, I guess what really rocks me is like, how does that all by itself just have amnesia about the rest of COVID? And just take that one comment. How does that alone not set the world on fire that we're about these numbers that we're being lied to about the in the fuck pardon my French does that happen how do you sit there how do millions of people millions tens hundreds of millions of people and it wasn't just that lady it was Fauci it was embalmers it was other people spoke out about this so you know it's not bullshit when the people that are in charge are telling you that correct how does that one not set on fire. Not only that, but I mean, just the fact that we all knew this shit was a lab leak. We knew that this came out of a lab and they want to lie but about th- it. That's but what I'm saying. Now- that's what I'm saying. You, you can jump down any rabbit hole you want to, right? And, 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 and all of that can be argued. Well, it wasn't a lab leak. It was, it was. Well, they said it was, but they also said it wasn't. Blah, 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 blah. You can say you could go back and forth on everything. This is the one thing that you can't make it a two-way statement. Correct. They said that if you go to the hospital and you die in the hospital from any condition, but you test positive, COVID death. So there's nothing that, um, there's nothing that, Gave you as an alternating argument for that. Yeah. So how does I mean, that just set the entire world on fire? That's like, I don't even know how to make a comparison. But that would be like, I don't know. I wish I was clever enough to come up with a really cool comparison on the spot. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, you know, that's just... like, that's like being told. Um, you know, somebody's, I don't know. I don't even, my, my just, brain's spinning a thousand miles an hour, but I'm just like, how is that not it? How does that not make everybody that lost their job, everybody that lost their business, everybody that watched their kids sink into depression, everybody that watched their kids lose two or three years of education, everybody that, that lost family, everybody that, that went through depression from being locked up or using drugs on and on. How does that not make every one of those people hear that come out of somebody's mouth that's in charge and not go, what the hell did you just say? Wait a minute. Somebody doing 80 miles an hour and explode inferno in their car. They were test them and they, they say, and they say it's a COVID death. You put that in the number that told me that a million people had COVID. You put that in the number that you said 257,000 people had died from a COVID death at that point. I'm just spitting out numbers. Right. And one of them was that you're telling me that there's more. You're telling me that there's multiple ways people died and yet 
COVID with a, a test that <laughs> with a test that gave false positives mm-hmm. because the inventor hey. of the PCR test said, hey, this thing isn't designed for this. If you test for anything and anybody with this test, it will say positive because everybody carries everything in their body like coronaviruses. No, so this that. guy that this guy that Not invented that, it but... tells you. Not only that, but the uh, rapid test itself had a deadly carcinogen on it anyway, so it was giving everybody fucking cancer. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, like, everybody saw the video of the dude that invented it, and he called Fauci a fraud. He said he was the one that shot the AIDS epidemic through the roof. That why would it? Why would a guy that? So here's the thing, <laughs> and he died too, right? Didn't he die? Uh, I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He died. Oh, that's weird. <clears throat> Whatever you want to call it. Um, so the weird thing is this guy that stands to make gazillions of dollars, because if you're buying his rapid test and you're using them, whether he sold the company and gets a royalty or whether he still owns it, I don't know. But either way, if he shut his mouth and they sold gazillions of tests, he would just make a bunch more money. So lose. Everybody called him a conspiracy theorist, a kook. He was a whack job. But like, if I look at that from a logical standpoint, and I say, "Hey, that guy stands to make a shit ton of money. The more tests they sell, but he's coming out take the test because it's bullshit." He just cut his own pocket. He just cut a hole in his own pocket. Well, that tells me he's probably telling the truth because he has absolutely zero to gain from it. Yep. You had the the co-inventors of mRNA come out and say, "Uh uh-uh, bad idea. Don't do it. Robert, whatever his name is. Dr. Robert Malone. Malone, don't do it. Hey, bad idea. Uh, No, 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 no. This isn't going to be good. This isn't going to be good. This isn't what it was designed (coughs) for. Hey, he's a kook. He's a liar. He's a conspiracy theorist. Blah, 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 blah. No. What did he have to gain from it? Everything. What did he have to lose by opening? Everything. 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 How do you believe somebody that has the potential to lose? How do you not believe somebody that has the potential to lose everything and believe the people that stand to gain millions and hundreds of millions of dollars financially if you listen to them? Yeah, I I just don't get it, man. I don't get it. It's unreal how they they silenced him, silenced Dr. Peter McCullough. They went after Dr. Pete Chambers. I mean, this was the world's largest Ponzi scheme, so to speak. I mean, they just <laughs> they just frauded everybody out of everything. They frauded you out of your job. They frauded companies out of their business. Killed people in the process, but yet it's okay for them to continue to go on. And I think it was yesterday they came out and said that, you know, that the U.S. is utilizing the bioweapons labs in Ukraine. Now, why aren't we on that fucking shit? Why isn't anyone calling this shit out? Why are we being invested in bioweapons and creating bioweapons in Ukraine? Well, because we know they're going to do something potentially to Russia. And that's exactly why Russia didn't want. NATO at its doorstep. I mean, Finland just joined, and now that's even provoking even more stuff. 
So it's just unreal. All the shit that's going on, people just, they're okay with it, whatever. What can I do? I think that I think the, the big thing is, is what can I do? And then nobody's willing to get uncomfortable. And the biggest way that we could come together or the biggest way that we could, we could get uncomfortable is come together. And this system cannot function without us. No. If we don't get up and go to their work, they can't function. And people are like, okay, just start, just support small businesses. Small businesses no. get their product from big businesses. You have to turn the system all the way off. Well, if we do, what's going to happen? Well, I don't fucking. Hopefully we reset it and we, we wake up and we, and we, the majority of people begin to have control again. Right now, the minority are controlling the majority. That I do yep. know. So, well, my thought is maybe my thought is maybe we my could, thought is and we and we we have hell we have a hard fall. Okay, is it going to suck? Of course. Is the ending that I do? Sorry, go ahead. My my thought is everybody just needs to not go to work. Everybody just fucking that's, stay that's home. Not- Stay home. Don't go to fucking work. Just tell them, fuck you. We don't, we're not going to comply with this bullshit no more. We need to abolish this government. We need to get rid of the federal government, period. It needs to be gone. It needs to go back to the way it was intended to be that the states ran itself, had limited federal government, but we don't even need the federal government, in my opinion, because um, nope. we've seen where we, we should learn by our own fucking lesson. And the people just need to fucking just abolish and not fucking go along with it. And then if they want to decide they want to go to war with the American people, we have the guns. Yeah. That's what they want in the first place. They want our guns. We'll fucking come get them. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think everybody's just quit going to work and feeding this. What are they going to repo a hundred million homes? No. (laughs) Are they going to repo a hundred, 200 million cars? No. Repo man ain't gonna <laughs> the, no. the possession of the homes to process the re he ain't gonna be at work. The sheriff to 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 serve the repossession notice. He ain't gonna be at work. They nope. can't do anything. They in the water. It all stops immediately. And the crazy the thing pool. is we don't realize we have the power, but yet Bud Light sales drop fifty percent. Mm-hmm. Hershey's when they pulled that shit dropped so bad they they rechanged their marketing. We have the power. We're just too fucking lazy and too brainwashed to realize it and too chicken shit to implement it. That's too the complacent. Too complacent. You know, yeah, it's gonna go off. Yeah, it's gonna go off anyway. <laughs> you know, yeah. there's not gonna be any gas at the gas stations to put in my car. Well, you ain't gonna have a car anyway. You know, right. so where are you going to go anyways, if we're just going to sit at home, we're just going to sit at home. Exactly. That's the point. Exactly. Well, That's why you need food. to be. Well, your neighbor will have some food. We'll take care of each other until we, until we break these, until we break these people, we can take care of each other. We can. 
and actually be human and have humanity and and have you know compassion for one another. That's but, where uh, that's not going to happen. Yeah, you got too many people that want to do too much, too much evil and too much crime. You're going to have that that crime wave, and that's where. Well, when I say take chaos. care of each other and have compassion and, and come together, I mean, hey, you know, somebody, you know, somebody comes to this property, they won't make it out, you know. Yep. That's the kind of mentality that we have to have, and I think as a society, we're weak, we're broken. Uh, men have 50% less testosterone than they did 20 years ago. Um, 70% of the society is overweight or obese, 39% being obese. So we physically can't even do it. You know, that's, that's, that's the crazy thing. Physically we're already defeated. And it, you know, I was standing with my son. I, I know we say this real quick. Um, my phone fixed and the, the, and the repair place happened to be at a Walmart. So we had to wait for about an hour. And uh, so we were standing by this huge self-checkout that probably had 16 registers. Uh, Cause that's, that's how Walmart works these days. Um, yeah. I'm surprised they don't have a stock on the shelves. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's like, if you want this, then go to the back stock the shelf and you can get one. Uh, uh, that's next, next, by the way. Um, so, yeah. We're sitting here watching people. And out of, I don't know how many people went through there in an hour, but probably at least 500. There were about 11 people, in, 15 people, including children, that looked like they were at a normal weight. About 500. Wow. And out of those 15... Two of them looked yeah, took care of themselves. Out of 500. Now, there were people that were hunched over. There were people that that their thighs, knees, calves, and ankles were all the same size. There were countless there were countless people just looked sick. Everybody looked sick, yellow, pale, jaundicey, uh, just missing teeth, uh, hunched over, just looked in a, just looked sick. And when I, and that's what I was thinking about and it registered, it made sense why we haven't done anything. Because they've spent the last four decades, at least, poisoning us. <clears throat> and, you know, I've been saying this. I, I spend time outside with my horses a couple of times a week. And I spend the whole day out there. Like today, I feel run down. I feel like I got a cough all the time. I feel just not in great, you know, I don't feel good. Because I spend all day outside. I'm wondering, is it because I'm breathing in the shit they're spraying in the... And I'm out Absolutely. there for seven, eight, nine... Nine hours breathing it in, and the next day I just feel icky. You know, I mean, we know they're we see them. Here's another thing. I said that uh, that statement by the by them. I couldn't believe that didn't get us to stand up as a country. We watch them every day spray poison in the air. We know it's poison. We know 
and we just sit here. That would be like somebody walking in every day, making you a bowl of cereal in the morning, taking a scoop of arsenic out right in front of your face and sprinkling it on your cereal and putting the bowl in front of you and watching you eat it. Yep. And you eat it. And you eat it. Knowing that it's killing you. And that's the GMOs. The GMOs they're putting in our food. The now they're starting to vaccinate the fucking, you know, cattle and the pigs and but how is that possible as a society that you know that they're doing it and you continue to accept it? You wouldn't fight for your life if I walked up to you and I had a knife in my hand and I said, I you know way. You know, if I walked up to you and I was going to tell you I was going to stab you, you, you'd protect yourself. You, yep. you would fight. You wouldn't just go, oh, okay, wh- well, where do you want to do it? But that's what we're doing by being poisoned with our food, poisoned with our air. We know that they're poisonous. All you got to do is look up the chemicals and Google each chemical separately or download uh, like a, a <clears throat> Yuka, Y-U-K-A, download that app and Food. Go to ewg.org uh, slash water ta- uh, tap water database or, or water database or whatever it is. Ewg.org and look at the tap water database. You put in your zip code and they've got 18 poisons that they're hitting you with that cause cancer. And they tell you what, how much they're putting in there. Some of them are 3,000 times to have in your body. Well, me personally, I don't think you should have any in your body. No. I don't think there is a snake. But if you go look, no. almost every one of you are drinking two and a half to four and a half to six and a half times the arsenic that's that's considered safe in your body. How the hell is any arsenic considered safe in your body? Right. Another so, thing people can do, go go to geoengineeringwatch.com. And Dane Wigington, you can watch everything that they're doing with the aerosol spraying program. And he monitors all the spraying activity that goes on across the country. And we just watch it. We wa- we're watching our death, folks. We're, we're, literally, we're literally watching it. How, how do you watch yourself die and not have enough gall and gut and grit to stand up for that? Got to. That's a pretty tough question to answer if you're, and we're all doing it. We're all doing it. We're all watching ourselves die and we're just saying, yeah, whatever. I guess I'll just ride it out until I croak. That's, that's, that's crazy to me. That's crazy. But all right, man. Uh, another great, well, another great podcast. Um, I definitely enjoyed it. I, I hope that we inspire, you know, people to get off their. Uh, stop talking to people. Go to your neighbor. Go to your best friend. Go, hey, man, let's do something different. Um, absolutely. We have to. We have to. We're we're running out of. Questions. And I promise you, in July, when this Fed now goes into play, already. Growing your own shit off the beaten path and taking care of yourself, you're done. Or yep. you become part of the system and you will be based. 
talk, what you look for on the internet, how you speak, how you carry yourself will determine whether or not you can buy some food or you can go out and get a piece of pizza or you can leave your home. I don't, I'd rather not be here. I'd rather, I'd rather die just, on my feet and not be here. I'll just say this, that they have a plan and something's going to happen before July. I can almost guarantee something's going to happen so they can implement all this shit. It won't have to be passed. It will be pushed through. It's I agree coming. with that. It's I agree coming. With that. I, it, I agree cl- with clutch. this. They're giving us a date so our head is focused there, and then boom, overnight, it changes. And we're like, wait, wait, wait. Yep. It wasn't supposed to happen until July. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, man. I appreciate you coming on the show. Um, you're more than welcome to always come back on because I enjoy talking to you and listen to everything you have to say. So let everybody know where they can find you. Yeah, you can. Uh, I'm, the time is now 17. Um, I also have Harley Jackson, uh, both on TikTok. Uh, and then also I have on Telegram, Harley Jackson group. Uh, you will have to request to join there. Um I prefer that you have your your uh, your name and your picture on there before I let you into the group. Um, just because if you're not willing to stand up and show your face for what you believe in, you're not really standing if anything at all. Um, we need to really quit talking, folks. We need to quit yeah. talking. We need to we need to act, we need to act. Talking, you know, I, I was telling I've I've had a lot of people tell me, man, what you do is important. What you do is, you know, don't stop doing what you're doing. While I understand that and why I think that, yes, I have been given the, 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 the gift of gab, if you will, or being able to, to research things and decipher things. And I believe that is calling for me. And I believe that that was due. But I'm telling you guys, if you, if you trust me in what I say, if you believe in what I do, then believe this, we better act. Feed system. Better find five or ten people to, to, to put on a piece of land way outside the city limit. Because I promise you, in the dark, in the middle of chaos, and for this, you're going to remember this station, you're going to remember this podcast, you're going to remember these words hitting your ears, and you're going to regret it. And that's and to that's, everybody that that's the best to I follow, can say. To follow you up on that, we need to come up with a date, and we need to declare our own independence and have our own fucking independence from this federal government. Time to start acting and stop talking. Yeah, um, you know I, I agree with you. You know July is supposed to be the implementation of it. Um, yep. You, you know, I, I don't, I don't know what, you know, I don't know. You, I don't, I don't think you can wait till 4th of July. Right. I no, just don't No. Um, no. We're, under, we're, we're way under the gun. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know what date May 15th. I don't know. I don't know why, but just, you know, I'll stop. Yeah. It needs to be all stop. It needs to be. It needs to be a date very soon because I can tell you they have shit in the works and Klaus Schwab's already come out and said it, that another pandemic is on its way and it's a climate pandemic. So it'd be a climate lockdown 
And the only way you're ever going to be able to get back on the internet is going to be by digital ID. He's done come out and said it six weeks ago. Yep. But hey, so if don't believe him. It, it's not like they tell us. It's not like they tell us. Right. All right, brother. I appreciate right. you coming on the show. So, uh, like I said, come back on again and we'll we'll have another discussion. Hopefully we're still around then. <laughs> Sounds good, man. All right. Like All right. I said, folks, act, 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 act. Quit talking. Speaking. All right. Have a and before I end the show, I also want everyone to go and check out these patriotic businesses and these organizations. So I want you to go to check out Saints and Sinners Hat Company. It's ran by Three Rows. He is making some badass hats. Please go check him out and get you a hat. Also go check out PatriotFishingGear.us. It's ran by Donnie. He has some badass gear as well. He has hats shirts, custom tumblers, and he is also in the process of making rods and reels. Also, check out Star Spangled Designs by Amy. She's making some badass patriotic jewelry, and you just go check it out. Go check her out and get you some badass jewelry. Check out these 501c3s, changeunchained.com. It's ran by Troy and his wife, they actually go out and they hunt down the human traffickers, the child sex traffickers, uh, you name it. They do it, and they get the survivors. They bring them back to their burn-it-down ranch, which were, has a bunch of tiny homes on this ranch. And go to their merch shop, and anything that you buy will help those tiny homes that they are building. Next to be We Want the Names Foundation. It's ran by Jess and Amy, and they do the same thing. They they help give uh, therapy, and they have sessions for people who have suffered from sexual assault, and they help those victims out as well. Then you have One's Purpose. They do the same thing. They hunt down human trafficking, and they help their survivors get them therapy, so please, anything you can do to help these foundations out and these businesses out, I would really appreciate it. And finally, please make sure you're following the show so that you can get your notification of the next episode that I release. I have some big things coming up, so I will be making an announcement. So I want to thank you all for listening and tuning in. Have a great one. Thank you for listening to the Renegades Rant Podcast. Find the Kentucky Renegade Patriot on TikTok and Instagram, as well as the Renegades Rant Podcast on Pandora, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple and Google Podcast, and many others.